Welcome to this edition of the Sodcast. This is the voice of Sodbuster Baseball, Josh Salmon, joined by Brian Frew. A slew of interviews in today's podcast. You look at the team right now for the Sodbusters, and things look a lot different than they did on opening day. Now, that's typical for the Expedition League and this type of baseball in summer. But it's especially different for two different reasons this year. Okay, number one, the season got started later, which means it ran later. Okay, and there's only six teams in the league. So these all these great players were looking to six teams instead of ten to play. So that helped us and uh, helped us get some different talent in this year as well as the Sodbusters. Uh, but also, you know, players have to leave early sometimes to report for college or to report back to their own baseball program. Well, this year they have to report back. They have to go quarantine for two weeks by themselves you know, away from everybody before school starts. And so that really brings problems to a baseball team whose, you know, season is going still towards the beginning of the school year. Now, there are only a few home games left in the year. The season, regular season wraps up August 19th uh, at home for the Sodbusters. Right now there are three games back in the Lewis, in the Clark division. Behind the Fremont Moo, Western Nebraska in third. Currently, Source Valley is in town in Hastings for a couple more games. Then the Busters will hit the road Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Travel to Pier, take on the Trappers, and then back home to wrap up the regular season against Western Nebraska. Now, the lead team, the one with the best record in the Clark Division, takes on the one with the best record in the Lewis Division. Right now, that is the Badland Big Sticks. So Brian Frew joins me. I had a chance to talk to Brian uh, before... Monday's game about the changes. Lots of new faces here on the squad, and a lot of that with some local flavor. Yeah, you know, we are very, very fortunate to have great baseball talent in the Tri-City area. So we were able to pull some kids that were playing Legion baseball, and they've not only come in and, you know, done a nice job and filled some spots, but they've been some of our better players. Uh, you know, whole team's outing comes to mind, and, and obviously Bovey's been right in the middle of the lineup for us. So, you know, being able to pull guys like that is just huge for us. Uh, you know, we, we always plan, you know, the first year, I think the last game of the year, we had 10 guys on the bus to go out to the playoff game. So this is something that we struggle with, uh, all summer leagues struggle with, trying to get players at the end of the year. And, you know, our season going a little later, and also the COVID situation with having to deal with other states that have maybe stricter guidelines. It's just there have been a lot of surprises um, at the end of the year. So, you know, we're doing what we can to put together a good roster to finish out the season, but, you know, it's, it's been pretty tough. We got some guys, though, still with some experience, like Griffin's working with some of the catchers. You got Trey Kissick and some of those guys working with some of the younger arms. So it's nice to have those veterans in the transition. Absolutely. I mean, Trey's been with us since day one, which is uh, great. He's been a phenomenal pitcher. Uh, he's fun to be around. He's a good leader. Uh, he helps out the younger guys a lot, and he kind of knows he knows what to expect from this league, from this type of baseball, and he's done a great job preparing some of the younger guys for it. Uh, this is, you know, the style of baseball we play is professional-style baseball, so if these guys want to go on to the next level, uh, they have to get used to playing every day, one game every night, and getting their body ready for that. And you look at a lot of this new talent on the team, and it all uh... – really doesn't come from that far away. In fact, just down the street, they're used to playing at Duncan Field. A lot of these guys played for Five Points Bank Hastings squad. Guys like Leif Halting. You also have Jake Schroeder, JT Cafferty, Mike Bovey, Jacob Shaw. These are all guys that played high school baseball together this year 
and now are all sodbusters. So making a jump from Legion baseball, which they just played a couple weeks ago, up to playing college wood bat baseball. And some of them talked about how the conversion from aluminum bat to wood is something interesting to them. And also the amount of skill it takes to play at this level. And they say it's great to get warmed up and get going at this level. JG Cafferty is one of the guys I talked to. He's been playing catcher, been doing a good job as the backstop here for the Sodbusters. Of course, you still have Griffin Everett and Ryan McDonald on the team as well, but those guys have been able to venture out and play other positions. Ryan McDonald's been playing a lot of left field. Uh, Griffin Everett has been playing first base, some DH as well, and giving Cafferty some time behind the plate to get used to it because Griffin's time with the Sodbusters will wrap up very soon as well after the road trip, and he has to go report for college. So let's talk to JT Cafferty about his time so far with the Sodbusters. With uh, JT Cafferty from uh, Hastings, now he goes to uh, Western Nebraska CC. He's going to be going there. Uh, joined the Sodbusters here last week. How's it going for you? Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, just excited to be here. Still playing baseball and no complaints. <laughs> All right, very good. Be ba- nice to be back on Duncan Field, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Duncan's such a special place for not just the city of Hastings, but for the entire state and region of Nebraska. Where did you play Legion Ball here in Hastings? What team? Uh, Hastings Five Points. Five Points. Okay, so you had Asher as one of your coaches? Yep. Okay. Yep. Very cool. Very nice. Uh, so what's been your favorite part so far? Just kind of getting to know the guys or playing in the league? or? Yeah, definitely bonding with my teammates and you know hanging out at the hotel, getting meals, the bus rides. You know, no matter how far they are, it's just <laughs> fun being with the guys. Okay. What uh, What do you hope to accomplish here in a short time you're with the Sidebusters? Uh, get some high quality at bats, high quality defensive work in before leaving for Scotts Bluff. Now, do you think it's been a little tougher for the transition from obviously Legion Ball to this level? Oh yeah, for sure. The change from aluminum to wood bats and the higher level and higher quality pitching has definitely been a big adjustment, and it's just about adjusting on the fly and. Just hanging in there. So you had some other guys like Holtine play with you. Did Bovey play with you as well? Yep, yep. Both Holtine, Bovey, Shaw, Schroeder. Okay. We all played together for a really long time since we were about eight years old. So we're pretty familiar with each other. Joined with Brian Frew and uh, James Kelly had to go back and uh, back to his job. So you're cut, taking over coaching reigns again kind of at the end of the year. And you did that kind of last year too for Mac. But, you know, with, with all these new guys... We've all, you guys have always kind of had the same mantra all season long, the same moniker, you know, we play as a team, relationships. You know, I, probably you're going to go back into that with these new guys as well, but it's probably a little different for you stepping back into coaching. Yeah, I mean, as, as far as baseball goes, in my mind it is a, it's a team game full of individual performances, so you don't really need to have uh, to necessarily gel with guys on the field to be able to do your job. I mean, a pitcher has the ball, and he, his job is to throw a strike, and then after that's done, uh, his job's over until the ball's hit at him. So um, every time you step in the box, nobody can help you out. It's all you. So, you know, the, that aspect of the game, it's not like we have to take reps with a quarterback and a center like you would in football or, you know, being able to run plays in, in basketball and be able to gel as a team. So we're pretty fortunate uh, with the game we play. And, you know, if, if every guy just focuses on his job and doesn't try to do too much and just 
make sure that he passes the ball to the next guy when it's his turn, and and I think we'll be all right. Just not very many games left here in the season. you got four at home here this week, three next week, and then playoffs, that kind of thing. So it's getting down to crunch time, Source Valley. You see uh, Pierre, and then you see Western Nebraska to wrap up the homestand. Um, you know, just getting the guys prepared. It's kind of crunch time, so every at-bat, every, you know, decision counts. Absolutely. I, I think, uh, you know, every other team in the league is struggling with the same uh, personnel issues that we have. Uh, you know, there's going to be some surprises before now and the end of the year as far as colleges say, hey, you got to come back and spend 14 days on your own or whatever, the, whatever if they have to get tested. I don't know. I mean, it's such a fluid situation that trying to predict it is, <laughs> is impossible. So we just kind of got to roll with the punches and do the best we can. One of the arms in the rotation is Jake Schroeder, and although he's only pitched two games, Schroeder's game on Tuesday night, probably a memorable one for him. Schroeder came in, pitched three innings of relief, and the very last inning was interesting. After getting two outs, Source Valley got two runners on base. The first runner was courtesy ran for, and then the next guy got on. They both did a double steal. They end up second and third. Okay, so the runner stands on third. There's two outs. It's a wild pitch to the batter. So the runner on third comes home, slides across the plate to make the winning run, or to make the tying run for the game to go into the bottom of the ninth. Or does he? Right away, manager Brian Frew ran out of the dugout and said he didn't tag home plate when he slid by. Umpire agrees, and by then the runner went into the dugout, so he was already out of, you know, off the field and out. He could have went back and tagged home if he was still on the field, but he already walked into the dugout, therefore he's off the field to play, therefore he's out, the game is over. Crazy way to end the game. <laughs> Had a chance to catch up with Jake Schroeder about that play and his very limited time with the Sodbusters after Tuesday night's game. Well, I knew we had a good runner on first, so I was I was too worried about him, and I couldn't make a good pitch, and I threw to the backstop, and my coach came out running saying he missed the plate, so I have the ball in my glove, and I'm standing on home plate, and I look at the umpire, and I go, I can't chase after him, and then he called him out. So. For Jake Schroeder, only two appearances with the Sodbusters, but he really enjoyed his time, and his... It was a weird way for Jake Schroeder to end his career with the Sodbusters. Yes, he only had two performances, but that's his last performance as a Sodbuster for 2020. He says it really helps get him ready to go play at Washburn. It definitely got me prepared for the next level. I couldn't think of Sodbusters enough for letting me do this. And it's a very good experience for me going forward. I was a little bit more comfortable having JT back there for you tonight. Yeah, he's been back there for the last nine years of my life. And... That definitely helped out a lot. Coming back on the Sodcast, the hot bats continue for Mike Bovey and Efri Cervantes as they keep continuing to generate runs and get on base for the Busters. You can't rule out Casey Burnham as well with him at the top of the order. He is leading the league again in hitting after Tuesday night's performance. We'll talk about that and more on the Sodcast. Only five more chances for you to see the Hastings Sodbusters at home this season. August 12th and 13th against Source Valley. And then again on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 17th, 18th, and 19th to wrap up the season at home against Western Nebraska Pioneers. Only five more home games left for the Hastings Sodbusters. Make sure and bring out the entire family. It's fun for everybody. Come see your Busters and support them at Duncan Field. See you there. Welcome back to the Sodcast. This is voice of Sodbuster Baseball, Josh Salmon. 
So Buster's with some new faces and some old faces making some difference on the way of the runs. Monday, they lost to Source Valley 7-2. to That was a great pitching performance from their pitcher, Lobos. Buster's came out fired up, scoring nine runs in the first three innings of Tuesday's contest. And that was the only runs they scored the entire game. As Source Valley's bullpen held them the rest of the way. And it was just enough to squeak out the victory, 9-8 to in nine innings. We talked about the wild ending to that game with the guy not tagging home a little bit ago. Some of those guys have been hitting really well are Casey Burnham, of course. And Burnham's been tearing it up all season. He started off extremely hot, then cooled off a little bit, and now has really picked up back up again as he leads the league once again with a three thirty one batting average. Casey was 2-for-5 with a run scored and a strikeout in Tuesday's contest. And you look at Burnham over the last seven days, he has batted three thirty three with a four oh five on base percentage in those past seven days. That's thirty three at bats. He has a double, eleven hits, three RBIs, three walks. Was hit by a pitch twice, only two strikeouts, stolen three bases in that time as well. Teammate Efri Cervantes, who's also playing very well in the last seven days, said that Burnham is a great guy to have batting ahead of him. Yeah, man, it's it's nice to hit behind him because he's always on base, and then with that speed, you know, it's like I'm always hitting with the runner. In scoring position, so it's really nice to have you know a good player like Burnham in front of me to you know hit with, with guys on base all the time. So it's pretty nice to have him there. Efry not too shabby himself with a 459 on base percentage the last seven days, batting 310, nine RBIs. Get this, four doubles. He has eight doubles on the season in his limited time with the Sodbusters. Four of those have come in the last seven days and 29 at bats. He has nine hits, six walks, five strikeouts, and has been hit by a pitch twice. He's getting the clutch hits that he needs. Monday, he had a clutch double, and Tuesday, he had a clutch double, clearing the bases for three RBIs in Tuesday's contest. Efri just says, well, things are going his way right now. I'm just seeing the ball well. I'm trying to put a you know, good swing on, on every swing I take, and I'm just, just finding holes. Efri also talked about some of the young talent on this team and how having some high school-aged teammates who are pretty new at this level is really working out good for the Sodbusters. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, they're they're young, but I mean, they can play. Like uh, Bovey, man, that kid, that kid's a great hitter. He's he's a young kid, but man, he looks like a he looks like he's been been playing college baseball for four years already. So, kids like that, I mean, it, it makes it, it makes it easy to come to the ballpark and play with you know good players like him. Um, you know, the the future is really bright for that kid. So it's, it's fun to play with him every day. No doubt, the hottest hitter for the Sodbusters as of late has been Mike Bovey. Mike, in the last seven days, has the on-base percentage of 471, batting average of 414. Now, in 29 at-bats in the last seven days, he scored five runs, had 12 hits, one of those a double, six RBIs, four walks, and get this, only two strikeouts. This kid was playing Legion Baseball two weeks ago, and now he's playing Woodbat College Summer League, and he's only struck out two times in 29 at-bats. Very bright future for Mike Bovey. Speaking of Mike and American Legion, congratulations to Mike. He set the Hastings American Legion season batting average record. He batted 477 on the year, bettering the previous record of 462 set by Kip Yost in 2000. Michael played baseball at UNO this year. Here's the numbers on Bovey. The 477 batting average, he had 16 doubles, two triples, four round trippers, and 44 RBIs. Again, 477 on the year, set the new record for American Legion Baseball in Hastings, Nebraska. Congratulations goes out to Mike Bovey. Wow. This kid can play some ball. Chances for you to come see the Sodbusters. Two games remain this week. Wednesday, 
August 12th and Thursday, August 13th. Busters hit the road on the 14th, 15th, and 16th to Pier before returning home for the last regular season series and homestand of the year, August 17th, 18th, and 19th against Clark Division foe Western Nebraska. We'd love to see you out there 635 on all the remainder home games. Come check out this young talent and enjoy some Sodbuster baseball. Of course, there's always the on-field promotions. They've got some games going on there for the kids, for the adults, the trivia. There's the beer batters with the discounts. We had one of those on Tuesday night's game where the guys struck out and everybody got their discount brewskis. There's great souvenir food, lots of items rotating through there that change and some classic favorites as well. And the weather has been really nice at Duncan Field as of late. It has felt more like late September, early October and then early August. And that's a good thing for Central Nebraska. For Brian Frew and all the Sodbuster players, this is the Sodcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Sodcast production of Salmon Says Media. Copyright 2020 Sodbusters Baseball.